Welcome to Little Things, your weekly friend meet cute with me, Coastly Cummings. It's cozy time. Well, hello. It's very good to be back with you. I am again recording under a blanket on my bed. I don't know. I always feel the need to share that, but it's kind of hilarious. And I wish there was someone here to take a picture because. It's just ridiculous that I record under a giant blanket. I am good. How are you guys doing? (laughs) This weekend was really tiring. So it's kind of one of those, well, now it's Tuesday, kind of one of the beginning of the week, sleepy weeks. I also have a cold. So that kind of came on quickly. And so I'm sorry if I sound a little nasally. Um, I'm laying low because I'm supposed to get my second COVID vaccine tomorrow and you can't get it if you have a fever or have any symptoms of a cold or something. So I'm trying to stay at home and relax and get better before my vaccine tomorrow. Um, I'm so excited for the vaccine, not to get sick. I, I got a little sick even on the first one. So I'm kind of planning on feeling not great for a couple days after getting this one, but Gosh, I'm so excited to just be vaccinated and have that done. And then it opens up a whole world for us. Um, I mean, we have kids and they can't be, they're young enough, they can't be vaccinated. So we still have to do the mandatory two-week quarantine here in Korea if we leave and then come back. Um, But my husband and I can go in and out. Um, So that's a game changer. And also just uh, means that we're able to dine out later and with more people. Not that that's something we ever really want to do, but <laughs> um, and, and more just the peace of mind. You know, like if we get COVID, then we'll be, uh, I feel like we're just in a, a different risk bracket once we have the vaccine. So really, really excited about that. I'm grateful for that. But kind of what I want to talk about today, at least this first part, is the fact, I don't know if anyone else does this, but like I did something to my face and I don't know what. I don't know how it happened, but basically this weekend I used a like rose mask, like like a rose clay mask from Origins on my face. Um, and I usually do it at night before I go to bed. I love the mask. I love it. It's like my favorite mask. Um, you kind of put it on your fingers, rub it in into gently, gently on um, slightly wet skin and then leave it on for like five to ten minutes and then rinse it off and it exfoliates gently and it leaves your skin like glowing and I just love it anyway I didn't do the night before and decided to do it in the morning which I usually don't do you're not supposed to really do them in the morning like I think it's good to give your skin time to rest after you do it anyway I did it and then immediately after put my CeraVe moisturizer sunscreen combo on and then a little bit of a a BB cream over it and then the rest of my makeup and then the next day it was fine during that day my skin looked great whatever the next day I woke up and I'm like my my skin was all like like blotchy and red and like kind of patchy and the parts where I usually get dry I have dry sensitive skin usually 
um, I used to have oily skin when I was younger, but I took Accutane when I was a freshman in college for acne. And ever since then, I have dry, sensitive skin. Small pores, but very dry, <laughs> sensitive skin. Anyway, the second day, I needed to wear makeup again because of something that was going on. And I just didn't really think anything of it. So I put, and I wasn't using like a heavy foundation, but I put um, a little bit of that BB cream on, no concealer, nothing else under my eyes. By the end of that day, my skin felt so tight and dry, and there were like these red patches um, by my smile lines um, on the side of my lip, like side of my chin, or else I'm like feeling on my face. Oh, like high on my cheeks, and it kind of hurt. Um, and then fast forward to the next day, it was like I woke up and I didn't put anything on it on Sunday night because I was like, I just need to let my like, I just need to let it rest. I'm not going to put anything on it, even cream. And then I woke up the next day and it was like even more red and blotchy and like seriously hurt. Um, I think it was just too much. I think it was like the combination of chemicals or something on my face. And these are not like strong products, but I think because of like the last year and a half COVID time stuff of me not wearing makeup often and just like letting my skin breathe so much when I do put something on it it's like new it does not like it and then this also <laughs> doing these multiple putting these multiple creams on combined with um here in Seoul overnight it like dropped 35 degrees it was like 70 degrees and then the next day it was like 45 it was nuts and so it was really cold and we had spent a bunch of time outside and I think I got a little bit of like wind burn and then just from being in the cold my skin was used to it so it's the weird combination so today I'm letting it breathe again I put nothing on it um last night I did put a little bit of almond oil and then just chapstick and then I put a little bit of under eye cream because I just needed it <laughs> look really tired and under my eyes is really dark but it feels a little better today but it's still dry and I'm like oh my gosh so if you have product recs for like winter skin just on your face so like for dry sensitive skin for the winter I would love them I'm of the mind of like more moisture the better I really prefer less concealer less makeup um but in order to do that, my skin, I want my skin to be like smooth and moisturized and dewy looking. And right now it's scratchy and patchy and red. <laughs> it's so annoying. Um, don't do mass in the morning. <laughs> we all know this, but I'll be your, I'll be the warning bell. That's like, remember, don't do this. Even if you have like a low, low key morning and you're like, oh, this would be nice. I'll sit in the bath and wear this mask. Don't do it. <laughs> Your skin won't like it if you have sensitive skin. I don't know what it is lately, but it seems like parenting has gotten a lot harder. And again, I don't always want to blame it on pandemic stuff, but I know that's part of it. And we do live abroad, so that makes some things trickier, but I think it's also just our kids' ages when they were babies and toddlers. We still have a toddler, but when they were all pretty little or we just had one, two, or three, 
I totally got that saying that, you know, the people say, like, having a kid is like having your heart, like, walking around outside your body. But now it feels like my heart is a live wire. (laughs) Just exposed all of the time, almost all of the time. And I'm not sure how to protect it or fix it. (laughs) That's what it feels like. Um, We have tweens and fantastic kids, but it's just this totally different dynamic. And we're trying to learn how to give them more independence while still keeping them um, safe and trying to respect them asserting themselves while still teaching them boundaries. Um, We try to, you know, there's like specific things like friend stuff and uh, belief stuff and um, health stuff and uh, the the interpersonal relationships and the sibling relationships that feel like they're, you know, they're always developing and pushing back on. And I don't know, it's just a, I don't know if anyone else has experienced this, but just feels like we're in a brave new world and I don't really know what we're doing and none of the parenting books that I've casually read are helping or I just need to read something else so if you have any books that would be good for raising tweens uh specifically boys but tweens in general or if there's anything that you have found helpful to sort of um, I don't even know how to say this, but just like, it's like I want to, uh, be on the sidelines, like watching them develop how they're supposed to develop and them struggling and figuring it out on their own, but also be right there if they need it. And it's just like a fine balance. And I'm sure it'll only just get, um, more difficult as they get older. But yeah, if anyone has any any pro tips I would love to hear. Well, hello. It's very good to be back with you. I am again recording under a blanket on my bed. I don't know. I always feel the need to share that, but it's kind of hilarious. And I wish there was someone here to take a picture because it's just ridiculous that I record under a giant blanket. I am good. How are you guys doing? This weekend was really tiring, so it's kind of one of those, well, now it's Tuesday, kind of one of the beginning of the week, sleepy weeks. I also have a cold, so that kind of came on quickly, and so I'm sorry if I sound a little nasally. Um, I'm laying low because I'm supposed to get my second COVID vaccine tomorrow, and you can't get it if you have a fever or have any symptoms of a cold or something so i'm trying to stay at home and relax and get better before my vaccine tomorrow um i'm so excited for the vaccine not to get sick i I got a little sick even on the first one so i'm kind of planning on feeling not great for a couple days after getting this one but gosh i'm so excited to just be vaccinated and have that done and then it opens up a whole world for us 
Um, I mean, we have kids and they can't be, they're young enough, they can't be vaccinated. So we still have to do the mandatory two-week quarantine here in Korea if we leave and then come back. Um, but my husband and I can go in and out. Um, so that's a game changer. And also just uh, means that we're able to dine out later and with more people. Not that that's something we ever really want to do, but <laughs> um, and, and more just the peace of mind, you know, like if we get COVID, then we'll be, uh, I feel like we're just in a, a different risk bracket once we have the vaccine. So really, really excited about that. I'm grateful for that. But kind of what I want to talk about today, at least in this first part, is the fact, I don't know if anyone else does this, but like I did something to my face and I don't know what. I don't know how it happened, but basically this weekend I used a like rose mask, like like a rose clay mask from Origins on my face. Um, and I usually do it at night before I go to bed. I love the mask. I love it. It's like my favorite mask. Um, you kind of put it on your fingers, rub it in into gently, gently on um, slightly wet skin and then leave it on for like five to 10 minutes and then rinse it off. And it exfoliates gently and it leaves your skin like glowing and I just love it. Anyway, I didn't do it the night before and decided to do it in the morning, which I usually don't do. You're not supposed to really do them in the morning. Like I think it's good to give your skin time to rest after you do it. Anyway, I did it and then immediately after put my CeraVe moisturizer sunscreen combo on and then a little bit of a, a BB cream over it and then the rest of my makeup and then the next day it was fine during that day my skin looked great whatever the next day I woke up and I'm like my my skin was all like like blotchy and red and like kind of patchy and the parts where I usually get dry I have dry sensitive skin usually um, I used to have oily skin when I was younger, but I took Accutane when I was a freshman in college for acne. And ever since then, I have dry, sensitive skin. Small pores, but very dry, <laughs> sensitive skin. Anyway, this second day, I needed to wear makeup again because of something that was going on. And I just didn't really think anything of it. So I put, and I wasn't using like a heavy foundation, but I put um, a little bit of that BB cream on, no concealer, nothing else under my eyes. By the end of that day, my skin felt so tight and dry and there were like these red patches um, by my smile lines um, on the side of my lip, like side of my chin or else I'm like feeling on my face. Oh, like high on my cheeks and it kind of hurt. Um, and then fast forward to the next day, it was like I woke up and I didn't put anything on it on Sunday night because I was like, I just need to let my... Like, I just need to let it rest. I'm not going to put anything on it, even cream. And then I woke up the next day, and it was, like, even more red and blotchy and, like, seriously hurt. Um, I think it was just too much. I think it was, like, the combination of chemicals or something on my face. And these are not, like, strong products. But I think because of, like, the last year and a half COVID time stuff, me not wearing makeup often and just like letting my skin breathe so much when I do put something on it it's like new it does not like it and then this also 
doing these multiple, putting these multiple creams on combined with, um, here in Seoul overnight, it like dropped 35 degrees. It was like 70 degrees. And then the next day it was like 45. It was nuts. And so it was really cold and we had spent a bunch of time outside. And I think I got a little bit of like wind burn. And then just from being in the cold, my skin was used to it. So it's the weird combination. So today I'm letting it breathe again. I put nothing on it. Um, last night I did put a little bit of almond oil and then just chapstick. And then I put a little bit of under eye cream because I just needed it. <laughs> Look really tired and under my eyes is really dark. But it feels a little better today, but it's still dry. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So if you have product recs for like winter skin, just on your face. So like for dry, sensitive skin for the winter, I would love them. I'm of the mind of like more moisture, the better. I really prefer less concealer, less makeup. Um, but in order to do that, my skin, I want my skin to be like smooth and moisturized and dewy looking. And right now it's scratchy and patchy and red. <laughs> it's so annoying. Um, don't do mass in the morning. <laughs> we all know this, but I'll be your, I'll be the warning bell that's like, remember, don't do this. Even if you have like a low, low key morning and you're like, oh, this would be nice. I'll sit in the bath and wear this mask. Don't do it. <laughs> your skin won't like it if you have sensitive skin. Everyone's talking about the supply chain issues around the world and saying, uh, do your holiday shopping now, do your holiday shopping now. Because if you don't shop, finish your um, holiday shopping by the end of October, early November, then you won't be able to get things on time for Christmas. This is a shout out for anyone who celebrates Christmas or a holiday that is around Christmas time. And there's lots of people buying all sorts of gifts from November until January, February. So this is for everyone. <laughs> but we celebrate Christmas and I don't know what it is, but I really want to shop lately. I think it's like the weather turning or something. I, I, <laughs> I love that I'm trying to blame it on the weather. I want to shop because the weather changed. No, I just always love to shop. I love to... I love to shop in person. I love to shop online. Um, half of the shopping is just looking at stuff for me. I love beautiful things. I love admiring beautiful things. I love that feeling when you find something at a store, even if you weren't looking for it, and it's like exactly what you would want, but you didn't even know to imagine it. Like it feels very serendipitous. Like a, <laughs> I love that. I love finding a good deal. I love... I also love spending money on something that I know that I'm going to love or something for our family that I know we're going to love. I love stuff. <laughs> I feel I am more um, more of a minimalist and I don't like to have a lot of stuff, but I do like nice stuff and I do love shopping. So I've been feeling like I want to shop and I want to buy thoughtful things for people in my family or my parents and in-laws and stuff. So instead of just shopping for random stuff that we don't need, I have been channeling my shopping energy <laughs> towards buying Christmas presents in early October. And 
that is not crazy for a lot of people. A lot of people do that. I tend to not do that. I might have like a few things that I collect through the year that are for Christmas presents, but I really like buying Christmas presents in November, early December, because I have the Christmas spirit and it's just like on my mind all the time. And I like just like having it be a whole thing. Um, but I am not a last minute shopper generally. Sometimes there's like a couple things I need to grab right before Christmas, but I'm not going to go to the store on like Christmas Eve or even the day before Christmas Eve. I like when that's just like special family time. We're doing special stuff and not like, I don't want to be out at Target. Um, but that being said, I've been having this shopping energy. So I've been channeling it in Christmas presents. And yesterday, um, I bought most of my husband's Christmas presents. His birthday is right before Christmas. So I also have to do that. Um, and then a few for my kids and it just felt so good. I was just like listening to podcasts and it was just really nice to have that off of my list, but it also felt like I, you know, I was alone. My kids were out of school. So I was able to, it was just really fun. Like it was just really fun. I have a notes, um, on my notes app on my phone, I make a list of each person in my family, um, like in my immediate family. And then the list of ideas of what I want to get for them. I actually keep that list all year. And I'll jot down ideas whenever I think of them of like good gifts that would be for each of them. And I also do that for my sisters and brothers and my parents. It's just like a fun thing for me. It's like relaxing and thoughtful and I just really like doing it. And then if someone has doesn't have an idea of what they can get for someone else in my family, then they can always come to me and be like, do you have any ideas? And I'm usually like, yes, I do. <laughs> I do because I like think about this for fun. Um, like a dream job of mine. Well, I don't know if I'd want to do it for people I didn't know. That's the thing. I was going to say I would love to pick out presents for people, but I think it half of it is that I know the person and I feel like I know what they would really want. So I wouldn't want to do it for strangers. But anyway, I bought a bunch of Christmas presents. Um, and um, honey, if you're listening to this, don't listen for the next five minutes because this will be, <laughs> these are spoilers. Um, but we, a few things that I got for him that I was excited about. Some things were sold out. He creates a Pinterest board um, of things that he might want. And then he's very picky. I'll just say that. He's very particular. He's picky. He's a designer. He has a particular aesthetic that he likes. Um, he doesn't like stuff that he doesn't like. <laughs> he's one of those people. He can't really pretend he doesn't like things. I mean, that's making him sound like a snot. But he's a little bit snobby about the things that he likes and he doesn't want to spend money on things he doesn't like. So to to make it so I still get to buy him presents and that there's surprises on Christmas, which is really important to me, less important to him, but I want to do that. So I said, create a Pinterest board and he labeled it once and then he uh, bookmarks pictures of things that he might want for Christmas. And there's so many things on there that um, that it will be a surprise for him and he won't buy any of those things for himself. So um, he loves board games. So the first thing I went on there and did is shop and purchased a few new board games. We have a lot of board games already here with us in Seoul. Um, he collects them and we play them. Um, and it's super fun. We have some that we play with our kids. We have some that we play with just us. He has some that he plays alone. Um, he also like loves putting together like complicated board games and sets so he like paints um 
like figurines and stuff so that's another thing he loves to do stuff with his hands so um he loves to draw and stuff so I wanted to do something kind of artsy so I, I picked some board games that were really beautiful that he had pinned and got those I had to ship those from America um I don't know if I've mentioned this before but it's actually really easy to ship some things from Amazon you just pay for shipping and some of the custom fees but it's been really simple um and you just you know you just have to know and going in that you're going you have to know going in that you're going to pay a little bit more because you have to pay for some shipping and the custom fees but you're able to get some things that you wouldn't normally able to be able to get through Amazon so that's been really awesome um what else did I get for him we love um this children's book author and activist named Phoebe Wall and we have a print by her that we love and we have her books um Sonia's Chickens is one of her books Backyard Fairies um I think it's this Blue House is another one of her books. We just love them. And so I bought another print by her and then some beautiful kind of Scandinavian looking holiday um, greeting cards. But I'm actually going to just like put them on the wall to decorate. I thought that'd be a really cute way to decorate. Um, what else did I get? Now I'm like spacing. Oh, I also got him a really cute um, hat from Fjallraven. I just bought that in person. I went to look at coats end up not buying anything but got a couple of hats um it gets really cold in Seoul in the winter so I wanted to him and he wear, loves wearing hats so I got him like a nice um I think it's like a, a mix a cotton wool mix hat like a beanie um what else oh when we were at a park oh, I can't remember the name of the neighborhood we went to explore a new playground in Seoul with our kids we drove there and then there was a bagel place nearby so we got like egg sandwiches which is like really hard to find here and they're like a traditional new york bagel um sandwich so it was really fun but anyway it was on this really cute street and i wandered into this boutique um with cute fabrics in there the designer and seamstress was there and she does mostly work for larger companies but she does take some she does sell some product in her store and so I bought a blanket that I'm going to give to my husband. Um, it's like this beautiful, like sage green, thin but really soft blanket that I think he'll really love. I know he loves to have like a nice blanket at night when he's like reading. Um, and I feel like a lot of the blankets we loved have been uh, claimed by our children, our older children. They're like, we we need 14 blankets in our beds. They just love like a cozy bed so we needed a few more so i got him that um and i'm just kind of hiding that in my closet what else oh i have this specific cabinet where i keep presents <laughs> just crossing my fingers the kids won't find it um but i think that's all for now just um the board games oh a couple books um from amazon and then also from coupon in korea and um i'm going to buy i think a gift i, I thought this was a good idea he pinned this um and I had thought of it before, but forgotten. So I'm so glad he pinned it. But um, the idea is to give give the gift of an Airbnb experience. So on Airbnb.com, you can obviously book like a house or an apartment or a condo to rent, right? But you can also do experiences. And there's like virtual ones or in-person ones. And since we live in a foreign country and there's so much we haven't experienced yet, um, I want to do that for him. So there's one that is creating like stamps 
and what was the other one? Oh, the other one was it was walking around and exploring a couple of different Hanuk villages in Seoul. Those are like the neighborhoods that have the really, really old um, structures and homes with the Hanuk roofs, wooden roofs. If you saw a picture, you would recognize it if you don't know what I'm talking about. Um, it's kind of like the signature Korean style of old architecture. Really, really beautiful. But anyway, like a tour guide, I think it's a college student, and he walks around, you get a drink, and then walk around and explore these neighborhoods, and he t- talks about the history of the neighborhoods. So my husband would think that was really cool. So I'm going to try to do that. Um, the other gift I was thinking of, we'll be traveling probably this the holiday season, but just Booking a massage, I think, is the greatest gift. Not only giving the gift of massage, but actually booking it and then saying, like, okay, it's Saturday at 2 p.m. So, you know, go to lunch before that and then go have your massage and, like, I'll take care of the kids for four hours. Like, just go and enjoy yourself. Like, that to me, I love that too. That's, like, the greatest gift. Like, I love, love getting massages. Um, And then, if I can go without feeling any guilt because I know the other person, you know, my partner's not resentful or it was like prearranged and a gift. And if there can be food involved where I'm eating something really good before and af- or after, like I just love that so much. So I'll probably do that too. Okay, hopefully he wasn't listening. Um, I would love to hear what you guys are getting for your kids, for your partners, for your parents. I need gift ideas for my parents. They're in their 70s. Um, I don't know what they need. I don't know what would be fun for them. But if you have ideas, please send me an email and tell me what you're getting, what you're excited about. Um, my kids are kind of artistic. They love to be outside. Um, they're active. They love books. They love science. They love video games. Just kind of typical kids. So if you have any ideas, please message me closely at littlethingspodcast.com or you can message me DM by DM on Instagram at podlittlethings.